Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. My mum and dad are being investigated for using my social security number and identity to buy things. So my mum has taken me off of her insurance. I'm going to be sick and in excruciating pain beginning tonight and for the next week. But even though I was extremely depressed at first after going no contact with both of my parents, I've actually been feeling better until recently. I've started working and I'm supposed to be starting college next month and moving into an apartment with my cousin sometime between next month and August. But when my mum found out that I won't be dropping charges and I'm cooperating with the police, she told us she was taking me off of her insurance. That means I'll have to stop seeing my therapist and I cannot see the doctor I planned on seeing about how much pain I'm in on my period. Every month I'm in so much pain, it feels like I'm being burned on the inside. I throw up, I feel nauseous, I'm weak. The pain makes me fall asleep. The pain wakes me up. It's been this way since I was 12. My mum would tell me that everyone is in pain on their period and that I was being dramatic. My mum wouldn't even allow me to take over-the-counter painkillers at first. She said that I needed to depend on God for relief. She'd rub my back and pray for me, but she said that if I had faith, then by Jesus' stripes, I would be healed. She took me to the doctor one time for my period. The doctor said I had cysts on my ovaries, especially on the right ovary. After that, she allowed me to take painkillers, but she complained about how much they would cost and how expensive the multiple amounts of pads, tissues, feminine wipes, and other products she had to buy were because my period is so heavy. A while ago, when I was still living with my mum, my aunt visited and ended up taking me to the hospital because of how much pain I was in. My mum came and they wanted to give me Percocets, but my mum rejected it. After I came out to my mum, she said that God was punishing me for being gay when I was on my period, and that was why I was in pain. Sometimes she'd raise her eyebrows and smugly say that cramps get better after a woman has had a baby, as a way to encourage me to marry a man and have children. She would say that that pain was trying to remind me that that was what was intended for women. My aunt took me to see a doctor after I moved in with her. But that doctor said that menstrual pain is normal and medication for it could lead to infertility. When I told her that I'd rather not have children than be in excruciating pain every month, she said I was too young to make that decision. My aunt scheduled an appointment with another doctor, but now my mum has taken me off of her insurance so I can't afford to see a doctor. That also means I can't see my therapist anymore. When my mum told us she was taking me off of her insurance, my aunt told her that she was literally going to be causing her child pain. My mum said that that is a sign from God and that she has been vindicated by God and started speaking in tongues and then we hung up. She also said, Honour thy mother and father and thy days shall be long, or however the verse goes. I'm sorry if that comes off disrespectfully, but the pain has started because my period will probably be on tomorrow and it's awful and I'm in severe pain. But I took her quoting that verse to mean like, if you're saying my days won't be long because I'm not honoring my parents, 
Are you saying you're hoping my days will be short because you're taking me off of your insurance? She's also refusing to help me with my financial information for college. So I don't know whether or not I can go to college after all. My credit is messed up. I've started working, but I go through multiple packs of pads every month on my period. I have to get pads, painkillers, and other things. So I'm going to have to walk to and from work for 45 minutes to an hour every day this week so that I can afford to buy what I need for my period. And I'm going to be sick, weak, and in pain at work. I know mum's hoping this will punish me, but what she's done and what she has said only makes me more sure that going no contact with her and pressing charges is the right thing to do. Yeah, sorry, but this is just abuse. Like, your mum's not even helping you when you're in pain. She's saying that you can't have painkillers. That is incredible. That has to be abuse, right? Look, OP, I'm so sorry that you're in such excruciating pain. I, I can't even begin to imagine. Not just the pain from, you know, going through what you're going through health-wise, but also your dog of a mother being in your life at all. That combination of things. Oh, and I completely forgot that she's taking off her insurance, so you can't even get the help you need anymore what it's unbelievable that parents can be like this it really is just going through some of the comments here and they're pretty much saying that there is a chance that she may not actually legally be able to take you off of her insurance i hope that's true i don't know what your age is op you didn't explicitly say it but if you are under 18 then you might still be okay i don't know i'll be honest i'm not an insurance expert as much as i know i do look like one but yeah in all seriousness i really do hope that you get the help you need and that you're not experiencing this incredible pain in the future wow narcissist parents wanted me to trade houses with them because i got a slightly better one and then literally stole my air conditioners when i refused to give them money i'm gonna start this off by saying that if you have a house and don't have cameras get cameras i have some now but i should have gotten them sooner i live in a pretty typical manufactured home in arizona my parents also live in one just a few streets over despite how close we are i'm very low contact because they're just bad people they treated me okay as a kid but things changed as soon as i was in my late teens i was expected to do more and pay my way as soon as i finished high school that was fair i was an adult by then after all but my parents wanted a lot more in rent than what i'd have to pay to get my own apartments i'd have had next to nothing left of my monthly paycheck if i'd given them what they wanted so i refused to give them more than a fair amount plus a share in utilities and i started buying my own food as well my father openly said this was not good enough and my parents actually filed official paperwork to evict me when i refused to cater to their demands so i left home and got an apartment with my best friend five years later and i bought my own house in a neighborhood not far from my parents it's just a manufactured home on a small property but it was so dang cheap that i couldn't turn it down and my monthly mortgage isn't bad either i even moved my best friend in to help me cover the bills we were already used to living in the same space and the house gave us much more room I may even let another friend move in to get some more rent money for the mortgage because we've got one room that's actually left unused right now since the house is a three-bedroom. My parents, though, somehow didn't like my independence from them. Did they want me to fail or something? I don't know. But the incident that caused me going very low contact was when they demanded I trade houses with them. Yes, you read that correctly. They actually wanted to trade. Their manufactured home is smaller and older than mine and has one less bedroom and their yard is smaller too not that either of us have any grass it is arizona after all when they first saw my place they looked fuming 
After a couple more visits, my father actually said it wasn't fair that I was doing better than them and I was rubbing my nicer house in their faces. It's just an old manufactured home in one of the hottest states in the US. Seriously, what's to brag about? But I guess having something even slightly better than what my parents had irked them. And as I've already said, they actually demanded that we trade houses because of it. My friend who lives with me literally fell onto the couch laughing when they said that. And I couldn't help but join in. My father said it was not funny and to give him what he wants. When I recovered my composure, I said that him and my mother were not entitled to my house or anything I own for that matter. And then I told them to get the frick out. After that, we barely spoke. And then the pandemic hit. It didn't really change my life much. I liked the peace and quiet. And my friend knows to leave me alone most of the time my father however got laid off and he struggled to find another job he ended up working in the local mart of walls for half a year before getting a better paying job i did get a kick out of seeing him there when i was shopping for groceries but as much as i hate him i'm not going to call him a bad employee he actually did fine but during that time he and my mother kept calling me and asking for money and i know what you're all thinking don't lend them anything but they didn't want loans. They wanted handouts. Why? Because they raised me and I owed them. I said if they didn't want the cost of raising a kid, they shouldn't have had one. A few weeks ago though, my mother called me begging for money because their dinosaur of a window AC unit finally crapped out. I told them I wasn't giving them anything and they were too cheap to replace that old AC unit for a long time So I wasn't gonna buy them a new one Mum then complained about how I have two in my house and the least I could do is give them one of mine I then said that maybe if she and my father weren't always peeing away their money on beer and mj all the time They'd have the money to buy another ac Then I said I wasn't giving them one of mine or any money end of story only it wasn't the end of the story A few days later, I came home from work to find my house had been broken into. My front door locks were drilled out and both of my window AC units were gone. Nothing else was stolen, but they went out of their way to make a huge mess for some stupid reason. Probably to make it look like a typical robbery or something. I knew it had to have been my parents and I called the police. I told them that I heavily suspected my parents of the theft because they act entitled to my stuff Even though i'm a grown man that doesn't live with them I went with police to my parents house and sure enough They had both my ac units going in their windows when I confronted my parents. They obviously denied the theft Then claimed they already owned the ac units But statements from their neighbors said otherwise But my parents still denied the theft. I'd bought both AC units used online years ago, which means I had no receipts for them. So I figured my only option was to look for witnesses in my own neighborhood. And as luck would have it, a neighbor across the street has security cameras. And the edge of one of them caught just enough to see my parents showing up in my father's truck. My father could be seen walking with a cordless power drill in hand. And a few minutes later, they came back to the truck with my AC units. Then went back in to ransack the place, I'm guessing. With this evidence in hand, police had cause to arrest my parents. At first, both of them acted like they'd done nothing wrong, but I convinced police to let me do the talking. I said they could either return the AC units to my home and clean up the mess they made, or I'd let the police arrest them both right there. They'd already stolen from me, lied to police, trespassed, vandalized my house, broke my front door locks, and there was video evidence of what they'd done. If I pressed charges, they were both going to jail for sure. My parents looked deflated, then asked for a moment to talk with each other in their bedroom. 
I heard a lot of shouting from both of them and I could hear my mother yelling that my father was an idiot and he was trying to blame me in turn. After about five minutes of that, they came back out looking even more deflated and said they'll return the AC units and stop bothering me for money if I didn't press charges. I said they were going to clean up the mess in my house and buy new locks for my front door as well. And then I wanted written apologies from both of them on top of it. They begrudgingly agreed and even got a police escort back to my house. My father was forced to put the AC units back in my windows and then left my mother to clean up the huge mess they made while he went out and bought replacement locks for my front door. He was gone about an hour and came back with a new stainless steel lock set to replace the knob and deadbolts. Then he had to help my mother finish cleaning. During this time, I let the two cops just sit and watch them while drinking soda. They said it was very entertaining. After everything was cleaned up, I gave my parents each a piece of paper and a pencil and told them to write out apologies to me for what they'd done. My father looked especially angry and said I was treating him like a child. I said he was acting like one and he never stopped treating me as a child either. This was just me holding him accountable and I could have sent him to jail, but I felt like this was better for teaching him a lesson. He then kind of snorted and started writing. My mother wrote out a good apology, but my father's was pretty half-assed and passive-aggressive, but I didn't care. It seemed to kill him a little inside to have to do it. And when he was done, he left without speaking to me. My mother said she was sorry and that she'd leave me alone, then followed after him. The two cops said they thought the whole thing was hilarious and then thanked me for giving them an excuse to take a break while on the job before leaving. Not long after, I shelled out to get some cameras for the exterior of my house. So if someone tries to break in again, I'll get it on video. I've only got two cameras, but I've added a couple more fake ones that look real enough just to scare people off. I haven't heard a peep from my parents, but their next door neighbor told me they actually went and bought a new AC unit guess they had the money for one after all it makes me wonder how high they were when they thought it was a good idea to steal from me maybe having lean pockets for a while will teach them can i just say if that's a pun i love it then again they are who they are after all oh my god op it sounds like your parents just absolutely terrible people what are they doing why would you steal from your own child especially ac units like go buy one they're not that expensive like, come on get a used one like op did what these people are mental hey can i just say by the way it's very risky letting your dad buy you a new lock because he could easily have just got a little cheeky imprint of the key and he could be back to steal those ac units at any time oh i don't know Look, at least it was a good day for the police they had a good time uh but apart from that nobody really did well out of this did they what what is going on they're such strange people hey listen you've talked about vlc very low contact a lot in this story uh, how about no contacts uh you know if your parents are literally just asking you for money and then stealing from you what's the point of of you know even chatting to them at all sorry that's just my thoughts i tell you what is really funny though you knowing that you've got the power over them and just saying look i don't, I don't want you to go to prison even though what you've done is obviously very illegal and you could instead write me a little note an apology note with a pencil and paper like if anything that's more embarrassing than going to prison in the first place i would love to have seen your dad's face as he was writing that note it just would have been an absolute beaut i can imagine great story enjoyed it millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, I know she tried to stab you, but anyone can Google your address, so you should drop the charges. Two nights ago, I was brutally attacked in my own house by a friend I had been letting stay with me. She bit a huge chunk out of my leg and tried to stab me with a pair of scissors. She broke my screen door. I had to run to her neighbor's house at 3 a.m. to call the cops. When they came to arrest her, she was naked in my living room making videos and told the cops she hopes I'd burn to death. Initially, I planned to approach the prosecutor on Monday morning and ask that criminal charges be dropped in lieu of court-ordered mental health treatments. This woman is very mentally ill and has violently lashed out at others in the past. I speak from experience when I say incarceration helps no one. I've been speaking with a friend of hers regarding this who was very heavily leaning on me to do just that. His reasoning was that she didn't need a felony on her record because it would ruin her life. However, a friend sent me a screenshot of a post she'd made while I was running to my neighbors, claiming I was attacking her. She listed a link to Google Maps of my address. Now, I'm a single mother. My children live here. They were not home at the time of the attack, though, thankfully. I wouldn't have ran for help if they were. I would have killed her. I informed her friend that I would not only, therefore, continue with criminal charges stemming from the attack, but I'd be taking the screenshot of that post to the police and requesting additional charges be levied against her, if possible. He then Googled my address, took a screenshot, and said, Anyone can Google your address. She doesn't deserve to have a felony for the rest of her life. I might be wrong here, but I feel like anyone that physically assaults you, tries to stab you, then lists the address where your children sleep, does indeed deserve a felony. Who the frick does this guy think he is? He dang sure doesn't know who I am if he thought that would fly. Screw him and screw her. I hope she gets the max. Now, I know I say this a lot, but that is the most mental story I've ever read on this subreddit. What on earth has just happened? She stabbed you, bit your leg, and then made some naked videos. Wow pretty incredible what a trifecta by the way i totally agree with you nobody should ever get away with that i hope she gets the max as well i do agree with you though help would be probably more beneficial than going to prison but leaking the address of your children yeah it's not great is it what a strange strange person sister was mad because i brought a camper for camping a while back i posted in another subreddit asking if i was in the wrong about this and the resounding answer was heck no And the situation has been resolved, albeit with a fair amount of friction. I am a 32-year-old man, and I wasn't a big fan of camping. I didn't like it, but didn't really hate it either. At least until now, because I own a camper. My sister loves camping much like one would love a hobby. And every time she invited me on a camping trip, something stupid would happen. My sister and her husband love to camp with friends multiple times a year. And when these people get together to camp, they get drunk and do stupid things to each other. My mother always calls me, begging I go camping with my sister and brother-in-law because they use camping mainly as a reason to get wasted and act like the way they did in college, even though they have two kids. Both are boys 10 and 9 years old. So somebody needs to stay sober and be responsible. And yes, it's been suggested that someone else watch the kids during the camping trips, but my sister and brother-in-law drag them along and call it family bonding. Anytime I went camping with my sister and her husband, they love to screw with me. They and their friends are relentless with pranks to each other. 
and they all considered me as fair game even though I don't care for pranks and even though they'd get wasted They'd always be up by 8 or 9 a.m. And they didn't like to let me sleep in So they'd do any stupid thing they could to bother me in order to get me up The usual thing was to collapse my tent on me But they also liked to make loud noises like yelling blaring an air horn or had a boombox on max volume put right near my head through the tent walls they also do this kind of stuff to each other and then some a couple of years ago my sister and her husband got ice water dumped on them in the morning and they laughed it off there have also been stink bombs in tents during the night water balloons stolen clothing writing on faces with markers etc last year i brought one of those cots that's his own small tent and they pushed me over in it like they were cow tipping i'd had enough So this year I took some measures. Can I just say straight away? These people sound like the last people on earth I'd want to go camping with I mean look getting drunk's fun, but getting up at 8 or 9 a.m. And doing this sort of stuff Nah, you're right as I'd previously said I only went along with the camping for the sake of my nephews because they are dragged along They're good kids So this year I got online and found a used camper without telling anyone now Of course, they didn't expect to see it when I drove up to the campsite with it hooked onto the back of my f-150 4x4 My sister looked surprised then not pleased when she saw it, but she didn't say anything about it Everyone else seemed to love the camper though and I gave them a tour during the camping all of the usual stuff happened Except anytime they tried to screw with me I just went into my camper and locked the door, which also meant I got a better night's sleep. At around 8 a.m., I heard someone outside fiddling with the doorknob. They were trying to get inside to prank me again. They ended up resorting to using the air horn, so I put in earplugs. They then tried to rock the truck, but it must have been too heavy because they stopped after a few seconds. I didn't get up until 11 a.m., I made myself breakfast, got to do my business in a portable toilet, and had a decent place to change clothes. When I finally came outside, my sister was fuming. Then she made a passive-aggressive remark about me finally gracing everyone with my presence. Your sister is so weird. What, what is she? The rest of the time we were camping, stuff went on like this. But they couldn't mess with me when I locked myself in my box. I got good sleep for once on these trips and my nephews were always wanting to be in my camper to hang out We played uno at the table a few times and I had a refrigerator filled with soda This sounds more like it when the trip was over My sister confronted me and said that next time she was making a tense only rule And I said I wouldn't be going then because my camper and I are a package deal She told me she hated the camper and that it wasn't necessary I said she only hated it because she can't mess with me now that i've got it I was sick of all the stupid pranks and if they want me to help with the kids on camping trips Then my camper comes with and they stop messing with me She called me a jackass and walked away to fume The only other person that gave me crap about it was her husband But everyone else said the camper was cool My sister and brother-in-law were upset with me for days So I showed them my original reddit post after getting the verdict and they freaked Guys, I'm pretty sure that OP posted this originally on Am I the Butthole? And of course, obviously, everyone on Reddit said that no, your sister and brother-in-law though absolutely are. My sister yelled at me that I was a jerk for making the post and wanted me to take it down. I refused though and told her and my brother-in-law to read the comments. They fought with me about it for a while longer and then spent some time reading the comments. They ended up becoming extremely embarrassed by the opinions many people had of them. 
and they finally agreed that if I keep camping with them to help with the kids, there will be no more pranking me. Them and their friends are free to prank each other, but I and my camper are off limits to their shenanigans. Especially after I pointed out that if they cause any sort of damage, it'll be on them financially. What's more, when they learned it's a potential crime offense to rock my camper the way they did, because of course it could injure the person inside, they said they'd never try that again. They're also not going to use the air horn anymore for obvious reasons. My sister was very upset that so many people on Reddit called her out as a bully, especially since I agreed with them. Me too. When I asked her why she was so dead set on messing with me, she said she really didn't know why. I told her that it didn't matter. Bullying is bullying and we're not kids anymore. My brother-in-law initially defended her, but was sucked into it as well for always going along with her antics, to which I called him a complete tool. He ended up moping about it. He and my sister were both extremely upset to have been called out as acting like a drunken frat. They were especially sore when I pointed out that we're not young anymore. My sister is 35 and her husband is 36. The arguments did start out with things like, why can't you just lighten up? And me saying, well, why can't you just respect my choice to stay out of the pranking and leave me the heck alone? And it remained a stalemate until my sister and brother-in-law went through all the comments like I told them to. Also, it seems I may have started a camper trend because at least one of the couples my sister and brother-in-law are close friends with just bought one on Facebook for themselves. They've got a GMC Sierra. That'll all want just fine. And one of the other couples I heard are looking for a camper trailer. My sister has shown noticeable tension over this. The days of tents only camping may actually be over for the group. My sister liked to act like she was in charge of organizing the events, but all the group really did was meet up at one of several camping sites multiple times a year. Lastly, there is my mother. She was the most unhappy finding out about my original post. But I told her I really didn't care what she thought because she insisted I keep going on the camping trips despite the relentless pranking that they were doing to me because the children. I called her out that if she was so concerned with that, she could have gone. She's retired and has plenty of time on her hands. And then she whined that she hates camping. And I sarcastically nodded and said, you see, now you get how I felt. She hasn't apologized, but did admit I was right though she's acting distant with me and my sister now. So I'm still gonna be doing camping because what's the point of having a camper if I don't use it? But it's more for myself now. I can go camping by myself on my own time now. And if I go with my sister and brother-in-law again, they aren't allowed to screw with me. So I think I can finally enjoy being out in the woods for a few days at a time now. I'm gonna be looking into getting solar panels and setting up a gaming console as well. I'm still a fan of older consoles like the PS2, N64, and the GameCube, so having at least one of those in the camper, along with a collection of some good books to read in peace, sounds like a great way to unwind. Now, can we please, just for a second, talk about your sister? Because she is uh, Now, that has to be bleeped. It really does, because it's not a nice word. But she is. Like, what is she doing? None of those pranks are funny. Go back to bed, you clown. It's like 8 a.m. You've been, like, smashing the beers the night before. What are you doing? Nobody wants to be awake at that time. Least of all me. At least of all OP. Like, what are you... Why is that funny? Look, okay, the stuff that you did the night before, right? Having some beers with the fellas. Camping. That sounds all right. Like, I don't like camping that much, but that sounds fun. Going and doing that with your mates and, and getting drunk and, you know, chilling out, having a good time. That is fun. Getting up in the early hours of the morning, probably extremely hungover, playing pranks on 
your friends. I mean, pranks. I mean, come on. Blowing an air horn. Are you two years old? Like, seriously. Uh, that's not funny. Go back to bed. Like, what are you doing? It's just so weird. Any of you play cool pranks like this? If you do, you're a f loser. Okay? Sorry to say it, but it's true. Let's move on. Vindictive ex-wife illegally signed application to local HOA in my name. I'll start this off by saying that my ex is vindictive as hell. We've been fully divorced since about right before the pandemic started. We sold the house we shared and I didn't have to pay her alimony because she cheated and we're in an at-fault state. It was messy since D-Day. Literally all of the stereotypes. First the sobbing and then trickle truths saying, I love you. It was just one time. Okay, it was two years. And then the gaslighting followed by, I'm going to take you for everything before packing her stuff and walking out. I feel like I never really knew the woman my ex was in all the time we were together. We were married for five years and together for seven. And in two of those five marriage years, she had affairs with three other men. The final one being a foreign businessman of some sort from what I could find out. Yes, I got tested for STDs and was thankfully negative. Yes, she got pregnant by the final AP. And no, I didn't sign the birth certificate because I found out about all the affairs before the baby was born thanks to a call from the first AP. My ex tried to go full scorched earth on me. But since we live in and were married in an at-fault state, she lost. Now, we didn't pay equally into our house and the equity was divided 70-30. So I got a pretty good cash payout when I sold our marital home to put as a down payment on a different house closer to my job. It's a bit of a downgrade, but it suits a single guy in his 30s like me just fine. My ex did show up to my house once, but I refused to let her in. She complained to me that I'd financially ruined her in the divorce. I said that she was fully willing to do that to me first and that she had the audacity to say it should have been me that had my life screwed over and not hers. I laughed so hard and said it was karma. She yelled that she'd sue me for what was rightfully hers. I said that if she was going to sue me, then go ahead, sue me. It would end up the same way in court because she's got nothing but a false sob story. She was a cheater, not me. Look, I'm no angel, but I didn't do anything to her. And she was the one who ruined our marriage. She then said that she'd tell everyone she could that I abused her. I said I'd sue her for defamation if she did and that I was recording our interaction and had those words saved to my phone. She went wide-eyed and her jaw dropped. The look people are calling the surprise Pikachu face. Then I asked why she was there, if not to just try and make trouble. Did she not have a new man in her life that knocked her up? She just huffed at me and said he isn't around much. And she's stuck in a tiny apartment, living off his child support till he comes back. It was immature of me, I know, but I did the bit of playing the world's smallest violin. She yelled at me to go and screw myself. And I yelled back that I'd sooner do that than her anytime. She raged at me and then got in her car to leave. And I haven't seen her since. There is a homeowners association in my neighborhood, but I was not legally obligated to join it because the last owner of my house was not a member. I made sure of that through a real estate lawyer as well. The HOA had no grounds to force me to join and they were not happy about it. The HOA president would show up with forms every week for the first month demanding I sign them. Then she threatened to take me to court, to which I had to get a C and D sent to her from my lawyer to make a stop. So then instead, she started harassing me by looking for any infractions she possibly could to report to the city. An inspector came out several times and found nothing wrong. In fact, I offered one of them a burger while grilling, and they graciously accepted. 
Did I mention the HOA hates barbecues and parties that aren't approved in advance? Well, they do. And I like to grill when the weather's good. And my neighbors actually love me for it because I invite them over. I had the police called on me several times for noise complaints because I was playing music on a Saturday afternoon while having my friends over. I actually caught the HOA president trespassing once when she was trying to peer into my windows. I called the police, but she denied ever doing it. So I got cameras, and of course she hasn't trespassed since. But I still got repeated passive-aggressive letters saying my cameras were not an approved addition to my house. Some months ago, I started getting letters for fines in the mail. And when I contacted the HOA, their representative claimed they had it on record that I joined and then needed to pay all fees effective immediately. I told them that was not possible. Then they emailed a scanned copy of the forms and they had a signature on them, but it wasn't mine. It was very similar in some ways and I recognized right away as it being my ex's handwriting. She, of course, knew what my signature looked like, but it was a loose imitation at best. I got in touch with a lawyer right away over the forged signature, but the HOA still demanded to go to court, and it took seven months before that happened. Meanwhile, they were stacking unpaid fines against me weekly and were threatening to put a lien on my house. We went to court, and the HOA president looked very smug. But my lawyer pointed out how the signature wasn't the same as mine and was very inconsistent in the various forms. I'd never allowed the HOA president in my house and I'd never requested the forms. The idiot HOA president actually slammed her palm on the table and said it was still binding. But when pressed where the fraudulent signature came from, she admitted my ex-wife called the HOA and they sent her the forms, then got them back in the mail signed. But then she actually claimed she thought I'd signed them. The judge looked at her and asked if she was serious. She confirmed she was. The judge then asked how a woman I was no longer married to that had never even lived with me in my current residence was supposed to have any bearing or whether or not I joined her HOA. She went quiet and I could see the oh snap look on her face as the hamster wheels were turning and she seemed to finally mentally put the pieces together i'm sorry the fact that it took the judge to say that for her to realize just shows how dumb this lady is my lawyer then counterclaimed that what the ho did was blatant fraud and legal actions must be taken and they were I countersued the HOA for the emotional distress of the harassment I'd gotten since moving in, which of course I had lots of proof of. That won me about 10 grand after lawyer fees that I decided to put towards my mortgage. The HOA president was removed from her throne. I like to think she was kicking and screaming. She was also slapped with a hefty fine. I've seen her outside a few times and she always looks at me like I am the devil. The HOA itself had to pay all of my legal fees too. And finally, I wanted to go after my ex for forging my signature. But I can't because not long after she forged my signature on those forms, she apparently left the country to be with her third AP. She's somewhere in Europe from what I can see of the final post on her Facebook before she disappeared. So I can't do anything against her until she returns to the US. So that was a wash. I'm not getting letters from the HOA anymore though. And the new president has promised to keep things completely cordial from now on. I still don't feel like I got much of a win in this though. Other than the 10k payouts, it all felt like a huge waste of time. Yeah, I kind of get your point, OP. Look, 10k is great, but was it worth it? Like all this stuff, all this duress, all the stress, something else that rhymes with stress. Like just, it's a lot, isn't it? 
all this rubbish to go through and you get a little a little bit of money at the end like look, don't get me wrong i'd enjoy a little cheeky 10k on the side but it's a lot of work isn't it all the anxiety that dealing with people like this like hoas talk to me in the comments down below if you're watching on youtube uh, what what are they like, they don't really exist in England, I don't think. And all the stories I've ever read on the internet, on Reddit, that involve HOAs always show them to be just terrible and just paint them in a terribly negative light. So let me know, what purpose do they serve? Are they all as weird and bad as the one that we've just looked at? And yeah, what are they? I'd love to know. And by love, I mean, I'd hate to know, but I'm actually quite interested. Please do tell me. So there we go. That is it. That is the end of our slash entitled parents, the movie summer edition. I've chucked some other movies up on screen. If you aren't satisfied after over two hours of entitled parent stories, fair play. If you want more, I rate you. But wow, that's a lot of stories. Do drop a like on it if you enjoyed it and subscribe if you're new. And I will see you all tomorrow with a brand new episode. 